Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Kate Dinard. And I'm Meg Healy. Today, we're talking all things pants. That's right. It's Pants Month on SewDaily.com, and we're jumping into. We'll start with our pants TNTs and then welcome a special guest to discuss pants, fitting tips, and pitfalls. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment, and then we'll ask you to share something too. But before we begin, how's everybody doing? <laughs> um, I am feeling a little uh, put down by the weather. It is very cold and cloudy and kind of foggy, and it's just gross and sad. Very folly, but I'm just, uh, it, it's not doing it for me. So I'm feeling a little blah today, but Aww. this is always fun. So I'm sure I'll be in much better mood when we're done here today. <laughs> yes. How about you, Amanda? I have similar feelings about the weather, although I will say that Whereas I, I think at the end of the summer, I'm like all about being outside and getting the final bits of sunshine and warmth in. And I don't do a lot of sewing. As soon as it gets cold, I feel myself kind of coming back to sewing a little bit. So I definitely felt a little kick of inspiration this weekend, which was nice. I've been doing a little bit of sewing as well, making some projects for my daughter and having fun, kind of jumping back in a little bit. Oh, I saw those pants you made her. They are <laughs> so cute. The little legging flare. Oh, She is very much into them. And I think I'm going to have to make her like four more pairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yourself some. <laughs> um, that's next. <laughs> more on that later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How about you, Meg? Yeah, it's super like rainy here too but I'm like you Amanda it's kind of I like kind of just snuggling in and sewing and getting all that and then I don't feel guilty sometimes when the sun is shining and I look out my window I see people walking and just out and about like I'm just kind of get a little sad I'm like oh even though I love sewing but it's kind of a good excuse I'm like well there's nothing I can do but sew exactly (laughs) yeah I know I was like I kind of this weekend, I was like, oh, yeah, board games. We can play <gasps> board games, you know? And that kind of yeah. got me excited about winter because I've had a hard time this year just kind of feeling like preparing myself. A little bit of winter dread right now. So yeah. mm-hmm. thinking about sewing, thinking about board games, thinking about, you know, all the really lovely things about being inside more and trying to focus on that instead. All I can think about is sewing an eggnog. I just can't wait for it. I don't Ooh, think it's in the stores yet. Eggnog. Bonus. <laughs> It it is here because my husband <gasps> got some last weekend. He, you already have had eggnog. No, oh, I haven't my gosh. had any. I don't think he's had any either. But it's in our fridge. <laughs> oh, I would have the whole thing done by now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, that's funny. It was all him. He he's a bigger eggnog fan than I am. Oh, well, it's not in the stores here yet. <laughs> Maybe we'll pull it out later today. Have a glass for me, Kate. <laughs> I will. I will toast you as I have eggnog. <laughs> oh. Shall we jump in? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So here's my confession. Pants are really hard for me. My body's shaped in such a way that a lot of pants patterns and honestly ready to wear pants too, just don't work on my body. And I have a lot of fitting problems when I make my own pants. So I just don't sew them very often. Amanda and Meg do though. So I'm going to ask them to tell me their favorite TNT patterns and maybe I'll discover something new that does work for me. And maybe you will too. I'll also jump in for the few categories that I do have TNT pants for. 
So let's get started. Let's start with our favorite jeans pattern. Now, I do not sew jeans at all. Never have. Don't know if I ever will. But what do you guys love to do? I love sewing jeans. I was really intimidated by the process. And then I think once I did it, I was like, why didn't I do this three years ago? Because sewing jeans is so much better than shopping for jeans. And I don't know. It was definitely a project for me that was like, superpower status to be able to sew your own jeans. So I kind of have two categories. I think my favorite stretch jean is probably the ginger jeans by Closet Core Patterns. And that's a really beloved pattern within the um, sewing community. It's been around for quite a few years. And that's kind of the one I go back to again and again. But for a non-stretch there's a lot of really good options. I tend to focus on the lander pants, which are a non-stretch, high-waisted pant. You'll be hearing a lot about them in this section because they're one of my favorites. But that was a really awesome moment too when I was like, oh, I have a pants pattern. If I make it in denim and do a little bit of top stitching, it's jeans. So <laughs> jean it. Jean it, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, they're, those are probably my two favorite for jeans. How about you, Meg? I've only made one actual like traditional pair of jeans and that was for my jeans course. It's the Berta style skinny jeans pattern number 115 mm -hmm. from the March 2014 issue. And they worked really well for me because I know Berta pants always fit me so well. And I know my size. I know I grade from this size to that size from my waist to hip. And it just kind of carried over into the jeans and it worked really well. But I've made a lot of other like quote unquote jeans, like what's a jean? Can I just make any pant in like a denim and it's a jean, <laughs> you know? Like it doesn't even need to have a fly front zipper. Like if I made Nini culottes in denim, those are jeans. Like <laughs> Yeah. But I would say the one pair of like that I would wear as jeans is the Berta utility pants that I that's kind of my like TNT that I just made in denim and I wear them as jeans. I they're kind of versatile, but they don't have a fly front. But definitely I think, yeah, the the skinny jeans from the 2014 issue, that would be kind of I've made it, I've made them like three or four times. Yeah, and I, I do like them. Cool. All right, next up, your favorite wide leg pattern. I know we're all very into wide legs right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meg, why don't you start us off on this one? It's actually a Berta pattern that I've made before, and it's the pleated culottes number 106 from the 04 2016 issue. I, I just like the wide leg of them, and I've made them a couple times. Awesome. Mine are definitely lander pants, have a nice wide leg. I was actually, I'm going to make another pair, and I was thinking about playing around with the shape of the leg. I don't know if I'll actually do that. I'll probably chicken out. <laughs> I really like the Nini culottes, which um, we talk a lot about here on the show. Nice wide leg. And I have changed things up, but I kind of always come back to the wide leg for that one. And I really like the Sonu's Pagosa pants, actually, for this category. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, the pattern comes with a tapered leg and a wide leg, and I've made both, and I love them. Yeah, that's a good pair for sure. How about the Como culottes? How do you guys feel? <gasps> oh, oh, those are super wide. So I they I have them printed out. They are so wide leg. Yeah, I haven't made them yet, but I do want to. Yeah, I have to say, I made a pair for the sew along, which, as a reminder, is currently free on SewDaily.com. And when I put them on, I was astonished at how wide legged they actually were. There is a lot yeah. of fabric at the bottom of those to the point where I might need to reduce them a little because they make me feel like I'm living in the late uh, 90s. 
Now, are they, when you wear those, because I haven't made any yet, they're on my list. Are, is it the kind of thing where they kind of look like a skirt when you wear them? Are they that voluminous? Because I really, I really like that. Yeah. They're pretty close. The fabric I chose is a little stiffer than I think they're meant for because they're meant to kind of collapse down and just be kind of straight voluminous. And the fabric I have is a little stiffer than that. And so they kind of stand out more like jeans. They're they're a little Jinko style for sure. <laughs> but I mean, when I put them on, my husband looked at me and then he went ran upstairs and put on his hakima, which are, you know, Japanese pants that look kind of like a skirt when you're standing still. Mm -hmm. So I would say, yeah, that that's kind of the impression that they give for sure. Yeah, maybe in a drapier fabric. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I threw this one in at the last minute, so I don't know if you're prepared for it, but your fave high-waisted pattern. I know you're both very <gasps> fond of high-waisted oh. pants. So Amanda. I would say for me, it's probably going to be between the lander and the ginger. Ginger jeans. I made the mid-rise because I thought I was going to like that better. when, And this was a couple years ago. And then I made the high-waisted version and love them so much more. So much more. They're almost... Not even high enough for me. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how high, I mean, see how high I can go with them. I'm so short, but I do. I really love them. It's counterintuitive to me because I we've talked about this before on the show, and I just find them a lot more comfortable than the lower rise. Yeah. I think mine is, I'm just scrolling through my Instagram now being like, oh, and I'm just seeing these pair of um, camo pants that I made, and they're super high waist, and I love them, and they're... They're a Berta pattern. I guess I I do like probably a lot of these for me will be Berta patterns because I love their pants. They're like these camo pants that I made from the August 2019 issue. And I love, 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 love them. And also the Loveland leggings. I have been making so many Loveland leggings. And they're, I love a legging that comes up really high too. And I hack it into like a band. And so that's probably another really good high-waisted pant. Because wearing a low-waisted legging is just truly unbearable. <laughs> That just seems like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yes. I made my daughter a bunch of bell-bottom leggings. I made myself a pair and I'm going to, I've kind of reworked the pattern a little bit and I made the waist even higher oh, because yeah. leggings, I mean, ugh, just don't want them feeling like they're falling off. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's like that perfect mix of, yeah, not being too tight to like cut, but tight enough to hold up so you're not like drooping everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like my leggings. The worst. Yeah, I have had some where you just walking along, you just need to just shimmy everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I will say too, I feel like the, Meg, you might have to help me out with the pronunciation, the Tremblant pants. Tremblant. From the new, yes. from the Capsule Studio Collection. I designed those. Yeah. And I tell you, I with the versions I made, I just kept making them go higher and higher and higher. And I think <laughs> I think they're at the perfect spot now. Oh my gosh. With that pleat and also the elastic waist back, which <gasps> is really must have for, for high-waisted pants, I think, at least in my personal preference. Oh, I need to find this. It was like 
maybe three or four years, maybe even five years ago, within the past five years, this, I even forget what designer, but it was, they were so high pants that they became like a jump, but they looked like just really big pants and they came like a tube top and like everyone Uh was like, these are the ugly, like, I can't believe like this is what's on the runway now, but I was like, I kind of love those. (laughs) I have to find the runway shot of it because it's so fun. Like, that's how I, when you were saying they get creeping higher and higher, I'm like, eventually they're going to turn into a jumpsuit. <laughs> Go over the bus. Yeah. And just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think actually Heidi Klum wore them on a red carpet once and everyone was like, the worst like fashion fit. I was like, those look so comfy and mm-hmm. cute. So I need to find that runway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of, one of my pants needs is more like athletic type pants. I have a few favorites, mm-hmm. but I was thinking I really need like high-waisted <laughs> sweatpant in my life which sounds oh my gosh I mean I don't know I I feel like they're usually athletic stuff feels like it's usually cut a little bit lower but just you wait for the athleisure pattern section I might have a little treat <laughs> <Ooh>. for you <laughs> I can't wait okay before we get there though we're going to uh, yes. move back to something that was mentioned just a few minutes ago the elastic waist pants oh, i know we're all in love with elastic waists every one of us so what are your favorites actually i have some of these so i'm gonna go first yeah yes both of mine have already been mentioned but i love the pagosa pants super comfy completely elasticated waist just i wore them all summer i love them so much also the nini culottes whenever i was not wearing the pagosa pants i was wearing nini culottes i take a little bit of the width out of them to just make them a little bit less voluminous but not a whole lot and i love them and they're super comfortable And they're awesome. So yeah, those are my two favorites. I think mine are pretty much the same thing. I do love the um, Emerson crop pants by True Bias, which have the flat front in the front and then the elastic in the back. So I would add those. And I believe there's a, the original was kind of a mid-rise and there might be a higher rise (laughs) option now, which I would definitely want to (laughs) try. Just higher and higher and higher. <laughs> totally. You guys are so weird. <laughs> it it didn't make sense to me until I tried it. So I'm just saying maybe it's like jumpsuits, Kate. So I have a thing where I have like this like sensory thing with stuff at my waist. Mm-hmm. And it like makes me real squirmy. And even like thinking about it makes me squirmy. So every time we get into this conversation, I'm sitting here like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. I just like if there's much if there's much going on right around my waist, I just get real twitchy. So I just don't understand you guys, but I respect your things. So there we go. How about you, Meg? Elastic waist. Yeah, I just have a nini. I've been wearing them like all week. Like I just love love. I just I can't express how much I love these pants. <laughs> and my favorite is the nini culottes with the Helen's Closet Donovan skirt pocket hybrid and like that is just like the because I love that pocket and so I just took the pocket piece from that skirt and I adjusted and and it's like the perfect pattern I'm obsessed I will say I feel like a couple of years ago the ninis there were definitely an early 
elastic waist pant option. And now there are so many that I need to try. There's the free range slacks, the free mantle pants, the Pomona pants. We can we can link some of these in the show. I just have a hard time branching out. And that's really what it comes down to with pants is that I find my kind of category favorite uh-huh. and then I stick with that and then just kind of hack around with it to make yeah. whatever different version I want to make. But I really need to expand my options and my what I try because I do yeah. do the same thing over again, especially with pants because I feel like when you get to fit yeah. right, you get what you like. It's hard to kind of branch out from there. But I did have a question for you guys. While we're on the high waist and elastic waist category, <gasps> my favorite. I have a pair of high waist denim lander pants that are too big for me now. So they they ride kind of at my hips instead of my waist. And I had the idea the other night, what if I put elastic in the back waistband? I was just going to suggest that. Yeah. Do you think it would work or will it gather it too much at the back and be lumpy? I mean, it could a little bit, but... I mean, there's no harm in just trying it. I have, I did that to my pair of pants. I had, well, I had a, this denim, it was actually a ready to wear pattern and they're like denim kind of wide leg, but they have like a side zipper. And I took them in because they were too small for me when I first got them. And then they were then too small. And so then I cut and I added an elastic waistband at the back and now I wear them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they gather a little bit, but honestly, like, like when I like reach and so, like it just moves a little bit. It moves a little yeah. bit and it, it it ended up being fine. You can even take a little bit out of the center back first before so it's not as gathery or something. I don't know. But well, I would say go for it. I mean, I've tried the pants with a belt and I'm guessing, I mean, it's not going to gather it any more than the belt gathered it and I was okay with that. So I think I'll try it and report back. Yeah. Because if I did that, it would save me. Like I'm still, I have some more that I'm going to make this season. But if I could rework those pants to fit, I'd have a lot more pant options right now. There you go. Cool. Thanks for the input, y'all. <laughs> or you could add a bib to them and make them overalls so they'd sit out and make little straps. <laughs> that would be so cute. You know how the Burnside bibs have like that kind of gather the loops at the mm-hmm. back that kind of – you could bib them. I could bib them. That's a thought. I'm going to let that it- marinate. Let that marinate. (laughs) (laughs) While that's marinating, let's talk about our favorite athleisure patterns. Well, I would definitely say the leggings for me, Loveland leggings. Me too. This new bell-bottom leggings that I'm working on. I don't know what it is. I made these for like the skating challenge that we did, and they are so silly and I love them so much. Like, I I don't know what it is about them. They It feels frivolous. But also, I mean, they're also warm and comfy and cozy. And I'm, I'll wear them all winter long as well as while I'm roller skating. But they just, they've made me really happy. So I'm working on some more pairs of those. And I also really love the Hudson pant from True Bias as well. That one is, a, it's a really nice jogger style. And Ooh. I believe it's either a pattern expansion or maybe just a blog post on Kelly's site where she shows how to make those high waists. So <laughs> you can, you can go that route if you want to, which I would. But that's a that's a really great pattern. It's a nice blend of um, they're sporty. They're definitely athletic, but there's there's some the style lines are a little bit elevated. So if you made them in the right fabric, even maybe uh-huh. you can maybe be able to get away with like a stretch woven for those. I think would be really cool. But I also 
have on my list to try your Woodbine joggers, Meg. Yeah. Because those are like perfect roller skating pants. Mm-hmm. We had a meeting earlier today. I was stitch ripping and I was actually stitch ripping the elastic out of one of my, I have, I've made two pairs and that's actually one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones too, the Woodbine joggers. One's like silver and then my kind of taffeta ones, they just, I just wanted to try them like wide legs so they would just stay yeah. wide and not elasticate at the hem. So I took out the elastic and I'm just about to hem them. So I'm excited to see how those, because they're like nice swooshy, like those could be nice golf pants. Those are like dressy. Oh no, I know. I love them. I don't know how you do did it but they're like athletic but also you could wear them places mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i haven't tried any of these patterns but i have them definitely on my list fair trade has so many great athletic patterns and athleisure patterns mm-hmm. so so many great ones uh, i definitely have some of like the tops on my list but actually what we were getting i was teasing you about is the tromblant pants actually i made them I finished them last night and I made them in sweatpant fabric. What? And I raised the waist and they are like the coolest sweatpants. And I added like contrasting patch pockets and I added like a sporty like drawstring. It's like a faux drawstring. I just do the thing where I sew it down the center and tie it in a mm-hmm. – Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going to take pictures of those. and put, But it actually – Julian's like, you keep – because I would just keep putting them on and doing little t- – he's like – why are you so obsessed with those pants? <laughs> I, was like, I love them. And he's like, those are just pretty cool sweatpants. And I was like, yeah, aren't they so cool? So they can I really work to be dressy and like super sporty, chic. Like they're so, super cute. I feel like those would be good golf pants. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think I'm going to wear them golfing this week. I love it. I cannot wait to see them. All right. So next, what are your favorite all around pants? Hmm. Just in general. I'm betting that it's going to be things that we've already brought up. Yeah. Amanda. Oh, don't make me go first. Meg? I can go. I have mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's actually one I haven't mentioned. Uh, I'm actually wearing them right now. They're the Closet Core Pietra pants. I love those. So I think I just – yeah, those are like I think my favorite pants. I really love – and they're just – you can make them so many different. I have a like a silk pair that I want to make, and I could make them like sport. I just I and I love they're so high. Like it's like goes two inches above my belly button. <laughs> I love them. Have you shared pictures of those? I don't feel like I. I think I think I shared one. Yeah. I need to take more pictures of them. Yeah. Um, I made them in like a baby blue linen. Mm. I don't know. I just I think those are my favorite, like all around, because they can just work for so many things, and I just love the fit of them and the style on me. I thought for sure you were gonna say maybe you've already talked about them, the Berta style pants that you made, and you did like two colors of denim or chambray, and you made them in yellow. Yes. Those yeah. I love those pants. They fit you so well. Yeah, those are in my. I kind of put those up in my jean category. So I yeah. So those are. Those ones that I kind of made in the two different colored denims. Like, that's like, I guess, my favorite jeans pattern. <laughs> I love those pants so much. Yeah, no, yeah. I guess I'm just kind of bitter about those right now because none of them really fit me <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just like a little bitter about them, but <laughs> it's, it's their one flaw. They're not elastic waist, right? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel your pain. I think I have to say Landers. I think of all the pants I've made, I've made those the most. I've made them in oh yeah, all different kinds of fabric. I will also say though, 
that when we were talking about the ginger jeans, I forgot to mention, I've also made those in stretch twill and I love them. So it's like, you know, you use the jean lines and some of the jean elements, but make them in non-jean fabric. And they, they are, they're like a dressy jean for me. And they're also super comfortable because of the stretch. Uh. Well, I think for me, I'm going to stick with my Pagosa pants and my Nini culottes and say those are my yeah, those are my favorites. So good. So I don't have anything else to say about those because I've already gushed about them enough. I know. Um, <laughs> so what are the next pants on your sewing list? Meg? I actually have the landers on my future. I do really want to make a pair of landers. I just, I do really like them. And I do want to try the button fly because I'm getting just super comfortable with buttonholes on my machine. And I think I can, I think I can do it. <laughs> also the Como culottes, but I want to hack them into elastic. Yes. <laughs> Please do and tell us all how to do it. Yes. Maybe it'll be a future blog post for sure. That'd be awesome. I have a pair of button fly lander pants sitting right next to me on my workstation that I'm working on. And so those are probably next. And some more, you know, bell-bottom leggings. Definitely going to make an appearance. I'm still plotting my, I have some corduroy because I'm still plotting some experiments with elastic waist corduroy pants. Yes, me too. So I'm picking a pattern for that. I might try the free mantle by LB Textiles for that. So I think that I could have started this segment by saying pants are probably one of my favorite things to sew just because you get so much. They're so useful. Mm -hmm. I just wear, I'm not a big skirt or dress person in the fall and winter. So I wear a lot of pants and I feel like, like a single pair of pants can give you so many wardrobe options. I I think that's why it's exciting to me. I hadn't sewn pants in a while because I, I think I cut myself off of summer weight pants there for a while because I just had more than I need. But I forgot how much I love them. Yeah. And for me, I get I get so weird about like back when we used to, you know, go out and see people, I would it would always be the tops of like, oh, I needed to remember what tops I wore with people so I can't like outfit repeat. But pants, I feel I don't get as like in my head about outfit. It's totally that. (laughs) I had a calendar. It's like I wore this this dress or this top with these people, and I've been here. I have, and I, yeah. That really that's a big deal for me too because I, I yeah. think that's that's another way that they're useful. You can just exactly you know they're workhorses. Less stress. Love them. Yeah, for sure. For me, the struggle that I've been having lately is that with the onset of quarantine, I've kind of lost having a waist at all, and that's making it hard to have things fit very well. So I am kind of toying with the idea of trying out some overalls because then (gasps) I don't need my waist to do anything to hold them up. My shoulders will do it. Yeah. So I have been eyeing some nice loose fitting overall patterns, and I'm not quite sure which ones I'm going to go with yet. But the Greer jumpsuit by Hey June Handmade mm-hmm. has a hack or like a built in option that's a um, pair of overalls. So I'm looking at those. The Yanta overalls by Helen's Closet, or of course the classic Burnside bibs. We'll see which one I end up going with, but that's kind of the next thing I'm thinking about. You need all of those. <laughs> I don't, I haven't made the Yanta, but they are on my list. But the Burnside bibs are like, I've made two pairs of those and they are 
amazing. But I don't know what happens when you put them on and you have like a swishy leg on an overall. They're like dressy overalls. It's really, I don't know how, it's like magical. And they are so, so comfortable. But I feel like the Yanta are kind of more of a classic overall that you could do with like a bottom weight fabric and more of like a heavy duty look. So I think, I think you need both. Okay. Well, if not all three or all of them. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Well, and and that's totally legit. So let me rephrase and say, I don't know which one I'm going to start with. How's that? There we go. (laughs) Oh, I want bibs. I want a I want, I want the Burnside bibs. I think I'm going to add that to my list, too. You've inspired me. Oh, they're me. so good. I've also been looking at the Oceanside pants by Blink Slate because oh, they look nice and before. loose and comfy. They look, they look like they'd be nice lounging pants. And I think they're a drawstring, but you know what's really easy to replace a drawstring with? Elastic. Exactly. <gasps> Elastic. So I'm eyeing those, too. So that's kind of what I've got going on right now in my uh, in my possible pants sewing situation. I have to chime in on the overall side as well and say that my other favorite is the Roberts Collection Dungarees by Maria Walker. They're so awesome. They're on my feed somewhere and I'll share a link to them, but they are kind of in between the bibs and the Yanta overalls. They're definitely kind of workwear feel. I made some in black canvas, but they are like so comfortable. Like I, oh yeah, so comfortable because I definitely, I don't like tight overalls. I like bigger, oh yeah, you know, roomy overalls. Oh yeah. I'm not looking for anything fitted. It's quarantine time, y'all. Exactly. I think overalls are a great way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check those out. I need some. (laughs) 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 All right. Does anybody have any pairs of pants that they really love that they have not brought up yet? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. All right. Awesome. Well, let's take a quick break then, and then we're going to come back with an interview with a fitting guru, Ray Comfy. <gasps> Yay! Ray Comfy is a so daily instructor threads contributor and designer behind fit for art patterns and she is also a fitting columnist for so news her column is called curve appeal and she is in each and every issue of so news and we are so excited to have her here today to talk with us on the so intel podcast ray how are you doing i'm doing great i'm so delighted to be here with you today awesome well we're happy to have you because we've been talking about pants and we have questions, and we know you are a pants-fitting expert. So we're we're happy to have some help. And I've also got Kate here with me as well. Great. Just thinking big picture, Ray, what is your approach to fitting pants? Because I know there's a couple of different techniques. There's tissue fitting. There's a, a bunch of different ways that people go about it. What's your basic approach? I am a, a firm believer in mock-up fittings. Most particularly with pants, because with pants, you have to be able to fit and and move and make sure you can actually move within the pants that you've created. You can't just stand still. You have to be able to sit and change position. And so I'm a really big fan of using actual fabric. And I think even more so than that, I am a big fan of starting with a pant that is really just sort of a shell of a pant. It doesn't even have a waist or darts on it so that you can assess first the crotch curve 
and then move to the side seams, the shape of the leg and how the waist fits, because those are almost cosmetic compared to the importance of getting a good fit in that sort of front to back space that is accomplished by having the right crotch curve. I also think that you should not use, as I said, a shell of the pants. So no pockets, no fly front. When we fit pants, we fit them with an opening up the center back because that's the a straight of grain place on the pants. And then we, like I said, we pull them up to where they're sitting properly on the body. And then we assess the crotch curve first and fix it if it needs fixing, if it's not long enough or not shaped properly. And then we move out to the sides and the waist, which again, as I said, are almost cosmetic compared to the crotch curve itself. Got it. I've read your fitting articles long enough to know that you also do a good bit with balance lines. Is that correct? We do. Yes. So the actual, the what we call a fitting grid. So you have the grain line, which is running should be running straight up and down the pant in the place where, say, the crease would be back in the day when we used to crease pants. <laughs> and then you have balance lines or in a regular pattern, commercial pattern, they would be called length and shorten lines or mm-hmm. the crotch line. And they give you a grid, almost like a piece of what's the paper with the little square? Graph paper. <laughs> Graph paper, right. Mm-hmm. So you can see if the pant is balanced on the body or not. And actually those lines, those grain lines and balance lines, when they're parallel and perpendicular to the floor, they actually tell you where the pant needs to be adjusted. If they're not quite right, you there are ways to fix the crotch curve, lengthening it or changing the shape of it to get that crotch right. And then you can still follow that grid of lines and putting the waist on and taking in the sides, always keeping it parallel and perpendicular to the floor. So there's a method to the madness. For sure. There is a huge method. I have to tell you, when we worked with Sarah Veblen to develop this in our Eureka pants that fit pattern, it's all in the pattern. And um, we have a lot of support for that pattern online on our website, Fit for Art Patterns. But it was really a huge awakening. It just made so much sense to not start with the waistband already on because the waistband torques a pair of pants Mm -hmm. totally, you know? Right. And if you just start and get the rest of that pant balance, then you can put any kind of waistband you want on the top. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like a lot of people are in the same boat that I am in. And I've learned a little bit over the years, but, you know, assessing drag lines on pants and trying to fit and then going to the other end of the spectrum and overfitting things. So I I feel like I love learning more about the method here. Well, and I do think that if you, instead of trying to read the drag lines, which sometimes can send you in the wrong direction. Right, exactly. (laughs) The grain lines and the balance lines are like a different language to tell you the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so If you learn to look at them and watch them and figure out how to fix based on them, uh, which is really very straightforward, a system of scoops or lengthening or shortening in the crotch curve, you can immediately look if, say, if somebody has a, I was just recently working with somebody who had knock, was kind of knock kneed. Mm -hmm. And all you had to do was look at that grain line as it moved down her leg and you could watch it moving in the direction of the knee. And you open that seam up and bam, it was right. It went straight again. 
So I think I never even appreciated <laughs> how helpful it is till I started. I mean, we have fit so many people in our pants and taught people to use our pants pattern as licensees. And you just, all of a sudden, it becomes very clear to you, this really works. That is so cool. I'm definitely going to have to try that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just much more logical. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like looking at drag lines is almost hocus pocus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Every time I've tried to fix a drag line, it's all gone totally, totally wrong. Right. It creates another problem. So that's actually one of the things that I thought was so interesting when you asked me what are problems people have. And one of the problems I think people have when they fit pants is they're in a hurry Mm -hmm. and they do all their changes at once. That's another thing we've learned. If you can do one change, put them on, make sure that helped, and then do the next change, put them on, make sure that helped. Instead of doing six changes, and then when it's not right, which of those changes was the thing that didn't make it right? Right. I feel very seen in this moment because that is definitely <laughs> my approach to fitting pretty much everything. So Sure. We think, oh, we'll take a little here. We'll do a little there. We did just that, 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 that. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, that's worse than it was before. It's worse. That's how it happens for me. Any other kind of top fitting mistakes you see people make? Because I, I definitely see the overfitting issue come up. Mm-hmm. I definitely hear you on the making multiple changes. Anything else that people can look out for as they start this? I would say two things that I think are helpful, but most sewers don't want to hear. And one is you shouldn't start with something that's too tight. Mm. You should start with something that fits your largest place and then build off of that and build around it because that tightness will create problems. You know what I mean? You can ultimately get yourself into a tight pair of pants, but you have to do the work of finding the structure that's right for your particular curves before you can start tightening it up. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we really recommend strongly is that you don't use any lycra in the fabric that you create your fitting model in. And this is really practicality because every lycra fabric stretches differently. Right. And so if you create a pants pattern with one kind of lycra fabric, and then you try to make it in another kind of lycra fabric, it might be either too loose or too tight because you developed your pattern for a certain kind of fabric that maybe can't even be replicated. And so if you're savvy create your pattern in a non-stretch fabric. And that way you get that crotch curve established without it being on a stretch. And you can always then adjust it to a stretch fabric, just draft off that original pattern to a smaller in the side seams mostly in order to get the pattern smaller and to accommodate the lycra. But a lot of people start too small. They make the whole pant before they try to fit it. (laughs) which I think it's a fool's errand. You're not going to have a Mm -hmm. result that you're happy with. Now, once you get your fit established, once you get that sort of baseline sort of sloper pattern of what your crotch curve is like and what your sides look like, then you can turn it into anything. And that takes some patience. And I think that's another thing. We're just very impatient sewers. We want it 
yesterday. Mm -hmm. We want it done. Mm. We want it to look just like the picture on the cover. And that creates a series of frustrations for us that in some ways we've created ourselves. One other fitting issue I think that a lot of people struggle with is establishing the waistline that feels good for you. If the anchor, which is the waist, is not in the right place, the pants will shift on you. And so that means that the darts have to be positioned in the place that's right for the curves of your body and that the placement of the waist has to sit in the way that the crotch curve is balanced on the body or your pants will drop and you'll get these sort of bunchy things, most particularly in the front, I think. Sometimes people will say, oh, you know, they these pants, they drag on the front of my legs when I walk. And often if you just pull them up a little higher and drop the waistband down a little bit, it'll feel much better. So it's very funny how we make the legs really tight, but we don't always get the waist up high enough, the crotch up high enough and anchored in the right way with the waist for that like sort of perfect balanced fit. Again, so much of that is resonating with me. I definitely had moments of you know, making a full pair of jeans and finally trying them on at the very end right. and hope that they fit, especially with jeans. Well, there's so much work to do. To do before you can even try them on. That's right. Exactly. And Kate, I was getting excited for you just thinking about kind of the waistline <laughs> uh, finessing that could happen. Because we've talked about this issue a lot on the podcast, Ray, that, you know, some of us prefer the high-waisted pants and feel that fit is better and more comfortable. And some of us really like the mid to low rise because that feels more comfortable. And I don't know if that's a personal preference or if you think that's a- I think that's a real personal preference. Yeah. It also depends on the style of the leg, I think, too. Yeah, the fit. You know, we're seeing these wider Mm -hmm. leg pants, which are so graceful and comfortable to wear. And now that nobody even sees us from the waist (laughs) down anymore, you know, we can do whatever we want. But that pant really does- benefit from a real anchor at the waist and even mm-hmm. an extended waist like a Hollywood waist so that you have a you really have those pants on snugly at the top so <laughs> that the bottom can swing really freely and conversely a, a really snug pair of pants they're not comfortable if they go all the way up to your your midriff, you know? <laughs> so if we look at classic pants design, we'll see that straighter pants are mixed with lower waists and wider pants are mixed with higher waists. It's very logical in a way. So just to bump into our system, which of course we love, the Eureka pants. Eureka pant itself is a tapered pant. You put the waist wherever you want. You have four different choices for classic finishes on the waist. But then we have these variation patterns that allow you to turn your pant into a jean or a trouser, or we have a new one out called the glamour pants, which is actually a Hollywood waist, contoured waist and wide legs. So we're teaching you basically how to take your base pattern and transform it into these other designs that might suit your fancy more or be just the current look that you want to achieve. We talked a little bit about that, just thinking about what makes a jean 
Is it that it has classic gene elements or that you've just made some pants and denim and really kind of thinking about that? I mean, I feel like what you've just described makes a lot of sense to me and is essentially kind of what I do. And I think is in line with what Meg does, which is, you know, find a basic fit that you like and then fiddle with the style line. You can always, somebody will say, but I don't, you know, I don't want to use the same pattern over and over. And I'm like, well, if you want to buy a pattern that has really cute, funky pockets or an interesting zipper, buy it and put it on this pair of pants that fits you. I mean, right, just, right. just hack it. You know, I, I hate that word, but you could do that for sure without without any trouble at all. So here's my little curveball question for you, Ray. This is coming from my perspective. I have kind of a weird body shape. I've got a protruding tummy and not a whole lot of waist right now because um, yay quarantine. Mm-hmm. So so is like me with body shapes that don't really match how a standard pattern is drafted are unlikely to be able to take most commercial patterns and then wear them without at least some alterations. So how would you recommend that sewists like me start when you're looking for a pants pattern to find that base kind of shell pattern that won't require enormous amounts of changes to get it to a point where you can wear it? Well, I would say starting with exactly what we talked about, Kate, because if you get a mock-up made in fabric with those grain lines down the front and the back and the HBLs or length and shorten lines drawn on to give you a grid, Mm -hmm. when you put them on, my suspicion is that you will see immediately in the front that the grain lines are curving sort of out down in your crotch area and coming in almost like a parenthesis on your body. And that just means you need to pop that front seam open to give you a little bit more space for your waist, perhaps straighten that grain line. And then you can scoop it in underneath. If you have a real protruding stomach, you can take a scoop out and you'll watch those grain lines straighten. And you get that grain line straight down the body and you're immediately in a better place. The legs hang better. It all feels better. So reading those lines and straightening them out. And if they're coming in too much, then you're going to open up that center front seam and let that relax. And I have actually just really found recently because Kate, you are one of like almost every woman in America that has a little bit more than (laughs) she wants in her tummy. I mean, we never put darts in a front unless somebody really needs them. And so you just need to put on the pant and figure out how to get that grain line straight. And it really makes a huge difference in terms of it feeling well. And then, as Amanda suggested, you will then have to find that place that anchors your pant comfortably. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's up a little higher than you might want it, or sometimes it's a little lower than you might want it. But if you find it, it's really like magic. (laughs) You just go, oh, wow, (laughs) my pant is not moving around on my body. Like This is amazing. All right. I'm going to give it a try. Good, 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 good. I trust you. 
There you go. Ray, I wish you were here in Colorado and you could just... Do some fittings for you. <laughs> exactly. But you you often recommend that, that people, um, you know, if you're really struggling yes. to find a fit coach or maybe even just a well-educated, experienced sewing friend. Yes, any sewing friend. You can mm-hmm. watch the videos that we have online mm-hmm. and read the direction book. And if you're smart, you can pin out what needs to be pinned out, sew it out, open up the seam, release it in order to get those, you know, you know what lines that are straight, parallel and perpendicular to the floor look like. You just need to apply it to the mock-up. And the other thing that you really have to make peace with is you have to make peace that you're going to make this mock-up and that you're never going to wear it, ever. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet, if your body changes, it reflects your pattern. You can put it right back on, figure out what needs to be changed for your next incarnation of body shape and keep moving forward. It's a tool. I think that that's what we lose track of. Yeah. That it's not a waste of time. It's a terrific tool that you'll be able to use over time to keep wearing pants that fit. As you're talking through all of these things, I'm feeling more guilty and more guilty <laughs> because I'm horrible <laughs> about making muslins. And I'm also realizing that the extent of my pants fitting really happens at the side seams. <laughs> So um, I have a lot to learn. (laughs) Well, in some ways that creates more problems. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you really needed a crotch adjustment that required you scooping out the back of the pant and you had already taken in the side seams, you wouldn't have anything to scoop. So that's why I suggest that you don't start with something really small. I think the other thing to think about is that pants really take patience. And working slowly and knowing that even when they're good, they're not necessarily perfect. But until you start wearing them and living in them, you're not even going to know what it is you're supposed to fix, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, you get it pretty good and then you wear it and you think, oh, this is the way it's going to be better. And then you get it better and then you get it better. And then you might make a style that you think you're going to love, but you don't like the way they feel on you or look on you. And so it's a, you know, like all sewing, it has its positives and its negatives. But if you are really patient and spend the time, you'll get yourself to a place that you have a really fabulous tool with which you can make all kinds of pants. And that's what people wear nowadays. And even knit pants, you can use the same base to make your yoga pants and your sleep pants and all those sorts of things. So Ray, are pants your favorite thing to make? No, they are not. (laughs) (laughs) But here's what I'll tell you. My favorite things are like art jackets and fun knit tops and things like that. But I'll have to have pants to wear with them. Right. So the pants are sort of my essential sewing that I don't think is fun, but I think is necessary. It's like there's no glory or glamour in them, but they make the whole rest of the outfit work. We've been talking about that same thing. You know, they're not necessarily the most fun thing you sew or the most, they're not usually your statement piece, but they're such workhorses that they give you a lot more options in your whole, like one pair of pants can give you so many wardrobe options. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. That's why I love them. I think they're probably my top 
thing to sew. They're my favorite. Oh, good for you. Good for you. But I also make a lot of elastic waist pants. So there's that. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. (laughs) Especially now. I do like the puzzle that is pants. Yeah, yeah. And I do like it better now that I understand it. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. I used to always be very afraid of working on pants. But I think that if you crack the puzzle, then you can really, and and every woman's body is different. I mean, I have fit hundreds and hundreds of women in pants. And I think that no two people have the exact same place for their darts or their legs or their body. It's no wonder ready to wear doesn't fit anyone because we're all very different physically. You know, finding that little sweet spot for yourself really does uh, free you in terms of your whole wardrobe planning. Right. Well, thank you so much. I feel like there were some really good tidbits there and some really good next steps. And we have quite a bit from Ray on the So Daily blog, and we will share some links there. As we mentioned, you can also catch her in every issue of So News. And as an instructor through the So Daily site, we've got an upcoming, I believe it's called the Ultimate Pants Workshop happening right at the end of October and into November. If you're interested. And I think actually I'm going to have to take that course. I think my interest is peaked enough and I have, I realized <laughs> that I have enough work to do that that's going to be on my list. I think I might join you. There you go. So, and Ray, where else can people find more from you? Most of the information we have about pants is available through fitforartpatterns.com. That's the company that produced the Eureka Pants That Fit Pattern. And we have a tab called Helpful Hints. And if you go into Pants Help, it has all the links to all the videos we've made about our pants pattern. Uh, It has information about how to put the zippers in different ways and hemming stitches. And there's a little questionnaire you can fill out that helps you think about what kind of pants you really want and how to design them. And there are all kinds of fun things in that Helpful Hints for Pants that will get you same. We also have a blog we write once a week and you can search the archive for all the different pants posts that we've written. Many, many about fitting, some about design, some about the kinds of fabrics you should use. Just a lot of pants information. Awesome. We like talking pants. Yeah, we do. And I would also say that now that we're in isolation, we are offering some virtual coaching. So if that is interesting to you, if you get yourself to a place where you just feel like you need somebody else's opinion, you can purchase a virtual coaching session or two with me and I will be happy to um, give you my opinion. That is so neat. I love (laughs) it. Thank you again for joining us today and sharing all your pants fitting wisdom. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate being invited. I have been writing fitting columns and articles for So News for over 15 years. I feel like I'm a part of the team. I love to spend time with you all. So have a great one. Indeed. Back to you. Thank you. So many great pant fitting tips. And I think our, all of our sojos, which is coming up next, uh, it's going to be influenced by pants. I know I was thinking I might need to switch gears. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I know. Same here. So as I said, now it's time for Sojo, and we're just going to talk about what is giving us our sewing mojo of the week. So why don't, Kate, you kick us off? All right. I am totally going to prove you wrong right off the bat. (gasps) My Sojo, I know. So our 
forecast. I know I was complaining about our weather right now, but our forecast for later this week is that it's going to be very cold and snowy. (gasps) We're looking at like a high of, I think, about 17 Fahrenheit, which Meg is about minus eight Celsius (gasps) and a low of about five degrees which is like minus 14 celsius so it is going to be oh wow heckin cold so i am looking at sewing something that i can cuddle into possibly a keystone cardigan possibly a fleece caftan we're gonna see what trips my trigger when we're getting to the moment that's what i'm thinking about right now is sewing something i can cuddle into and be warm wow that's so cold. I know. So cold. It's going to be so cold. I'm like literally in shock. <laughs> we don't usually get this cold at this time of year. So on top of everything else, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. But wow. I'm not. So warm. Something warm. How, How about, about you, you Amanda? Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in pants mode. Yes, me too. And I need specific kind of pants. I need more athletic pants so I can roller skate when it's a little bit colder out. Yes. So I'm going to start with some leggings and some sweatpants and probably from there move into some heavier weight stretch fabrics and just we'll see how long I can make it last. I think it's (laughs) going to be like there's going to be a point at which it's just too darn cold but I'm going to I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, same with me in golfing. Julian and I are starting to like bundle like golf season's dwindling. I think it's only a couple more weekends left that the courses are open here, so I definitely yeah, going to be wear well, I'm wearing definitely my Tremblant sweatpants golfing. Heck yes. Perhaps this weekend. So, but my so I'm into re fashioning pants. Now, I actually have two pairs of pants on my cutting table that I'm going to try and like fused together. They're both too small and I'm just going to try and make them work together and like do a little print mix fun. And so I'm just kind of, I think it's because I'm taping season two of Style Revive right now. I have refashioning on the brain uh, and we, I, I am filming in a pants episode coming up, but now all I want to do is pants refashion because it's just so much fun. <laughs> You're like a mad scientist over there. <laughs> she is. I love it. It's been super fun. One episode I filmed last weekend, it was it's a golf out. It turned out so good. So just a little sneak peek there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So let's jump into So and Tell now. It was so nice, all of the feedback, about 50 episodes and mm-hmm. happy 51 episodes today. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> and we asked you, has So and Tell influenced your sewing practice at all? And if so, how? And we just got so many lovely responses that we want to share. Well, I'll go first. This was a comment from Instagram, I believe, from eyeoftheneedle.bfflo, who said really sweet things. Since listening to your podcast, I am definitely more thoughtful about what I plan for, and so I'm not speeding through projects and being more mindful of the process. I am definitely also more inspired and motivated to sew. Listening to you while I'm in my sewing cave as I'm in the basement (laughs) makes me feel like I have sewing friends right there with me. You all express the same thoughts, struggles, and triumphs I have experienced, and you provide a great sense of connection and community. Thank you so much, ladies, and keep up the great work. Oh. Dang. That's so nice. Love that. That is so sweet. Uh I love that. I love having you guys as sewing friends and the extended Sew and Tell community. Yeah. Sewing obsessed friends. Oh, yes. It's pretty lovely. It does feel like its own little community. 
for sure. All of us out in our individual places, sewing in our basements or (laughs) lovely lofts. So awesome. Yeah. And we got another comment from the Pulse Arnova, and they said, after listening to the 50th episode, I've really been influenced to take it easy on myself when I make small stitch errors. After all, the retail clothes I have in my closet are not perfect either, and that's so true. Yes. I love that. If you actually look at some retail clothes, like, it's it's crazy. I mean, everybody makes, yeah. So don't just take it easy on yourself. I feel like we could just stop there. Like our work is done. Yeah, right. If we helped one person be easier (laughs) on themselves, we did it. We did it. So from here on out, it's just all fun. Exactly. All right. We also heard from Solati. Oh, I just got that and I love it. Oh my God, that's so good. (laughs) I don't get it. Do, re, mi, fa, solati. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I love that. Solati. It wasn't until I said it that I got it. (laughs) Bonus points for Instagram handle right there. That's so cute. So now that we've gushed about (laughs) the handle, (laughs) what they said was, I was so sad to hear that Kate doesn't think she has a sewing superpower. Her technical knowledge and expertise in material science is vast. She knows when you definitely need to pre-wash the exact needles to use and how a fabric behaves. Don't sell yourself short, girl. My sewing completely changed in that I rarely made adjustments before, but you ladies made me see the light. I recently started doing a narrow shoulder adjustment and FBA, and I actually wear what I make so much more regularly now and feel much happier in it. Also, the Hoop It episode changed my life. I found the needle and stabilizer options bamboozling, but it shared so many great resources. If it's not nailed down in my house now, it's getting embroidered. Ah! (laughs) That's awesome. I love that comment so much on so many levels. Yes. I'm so glad I could help with the embroidery stuff. It is so much fun to do. And once you get that level of understanding of those different elements, then it's just like, Mm -hmm. embroider this, embroider that. Everything's embroidered. It truly changed my life, too. I was Mm -hmm. just doing so many things wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So awesome. And thank you for the compliments as well. Mm -hmm. You might be overestimating my technical expertise. No. (laughs) I'll take it. She got it. And so naturally, we're asking you, because we want to know, what's your favorite pants sewing pattern? So please let us know. We definitely have a long list of our own, but we want to hear what you would add to it. Yeah, totally. I know. I feel like maybe I'll finally branch out and try something new. (laughs) I should. I really should. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's like if I – I was always sewing Berta pants, but when I finally branched out to Indian neat and like – I found I found Nini and, <laughs> and your life was changed forever. Now I want to try some Berta style pants. You should. I mean, you should. I do. I, I will go back to them. Yeah. I think just for more fitted pants, like I want to make like a cargo pair of pants from them. It's really great. I love their fit is really good for, for kind of more fitted pants. I love them. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. All the pants. All the pants. All the pants. All the pants. <sighs> so, hey, since it's Pants Month on So Daily, if you want to hear more about various pants stuff, go check out our blog because we have been writing oh, yeah. pants blogs and information and roundups and everything all month. And I think there's some good stuff there if you want to check it out. Yeah, some additional reviews too. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lots of new ideas to try, fitting techniques. Lots of good stuff. For sure. Pantstober, yay. I was just trying to say, <laughs> happy Pantstober. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fun. 
All right. Thanks for talking about pants, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're officially at the start of our kind of second up to 100 episodes. So let's, <laughs> we got one down. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, stay warm and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a Sew Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zynard. Daisha Clay is our producer. Director of podcasts is Jared Mayer. Tiffany Warble is director of content. Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing. And Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on Sew and Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com.